From the AMF Podcast Studios, you're listening to the Health and Safety Law Report. I'm Doug Jenks. I'm Abby White. So today is May 25th, 2021, and we have been waiting, like most employers across the country, for OSHA to come out with some definitive guidance on uh, what employers should be doing with regard to COVID. This comes in the wake of the recent CDC uh, guidance uh, as of May 13th. But OSHA has not issued any new guidance in the wake of that uh, CDC statement uh, or the new guidance from the CDC. And, uh, and so people or states, uh, I should say, are starting to, uh, to fill the void. And we thought it was high time that we um, talked about this issue because uh, Abby and I and other attorneys in our office and attorneys all across the country that represent employers are getting these questions from uh, from employers. And, that, and really the question is, what do we do about masking with regard to our employees now that some of our employees or maybe most or all or a few of our employees are, uh, are now in, uh, fully vaccinated? So first and foremost, let me just say this. If anybody who's listening has questions about what we're going to say here today, please email us. You can email us at healthandsafety at amfdayton.com. That's healthandsafety, just spell it all out, healthandsafety at amfdayton.com. And we'd be happy to, uh, to respond to those, uh, to those questions if you have specific questions about your, uh, about your business. Because every employer is different. Every situation is different. The facts are going to be particular to every, uh, every employer, and that's going to change your analysis about how you're going to respond to this issue. But before we get to that, maybe Abby, if you wouldn't mind, would you just talk a little bit about how did we get to this point? Like, you know, talk about what OSHA was supposed to have done, what they haven't done, what the CDC has done, and now what is the latest guidance from the CDC? Yeah, I can do that. So the last guidance that we got from OSHA was back in January of 2021. And um, around the same time, President Biden ordered OSHA to develop a temporary emergency standard for dealing with COVID-19. And he wanted that to be done by mid-March. And that didn't happen by mid-March. Instead, what we got was a national emphasis program, which isn't a standard at all, It's just uh, a mechanism that allows OSHA to inspect any workplace for COVID-19. It gives OSHA probable cause to walk into any workplace in their jurisdiction and uh, do an inspection for COVID-19. They don't have to have a complaint. There doesn't have to have been a report of a serious illness or injury. Literally, they could just show up and say, under this national emphasis program, we want to open an inspection. So that's what we got in March. Um, Now, since then, OSHA has started to work on a temporary emergency standard, but we don't know what it says yet. It hasn't been published yet. It was supposed Um, to be published several weeks ago, right? It was, and um, we don't have it yet. We don't know what it's going to say or if it's even still appropriate at this point. Uh, Because in the meantime, the CDC, of course, has come out and said that fully vaccinated people do not need to wear masks and do not need to socially distance. 
So I imagine that's probably put a wrench in OSHA's rulemaking process. Um, even if it's a temporary emergency standard, they're going to have to deal with this somehow. Now on OSHA's website, all they have done, I mean, this, this guidance from the CDC came out, what, May 15th, May 13th, 13th. May 13th. A couple of days later, OSHA put a banner up on their website that just said the CDC has issued new guidance uh, relating to precautions for people who are fully vaccinated. We are updating our website accordingly. And in the meantime, please refer to the CDC guidance for information on measures appropriate to protect fully vaccinated workers. Now, if you go to the CDC website, they say fully vaccinated people do not have to wear masks or socially distance subject to federal regulations and workplace workplace health regulations. So it's a little bit of pointing the finger back at each other, but I think um, ultimately OSHA will probably adopt some version of the CDC guidance. I think that's where they're headed with this. It seems reasonable to conclude that it's okay under OSHA if employers allow fully vaccinated employees to take off their masks and not be socially distanced from their coworkers. Do you agree? I agree. So then how do you do that as an, as an employer? Do you just go ahead and do we just tell uh, our employees who are vaccinated, hey, go ahead and take off, off your mask. And if you have not been fully vaccinated, then, um, then you have to keep your mask on. And by the way, fully vaccinated means double vaxxed. Or if you've had the Johnson and Johnson, you've at least had that, and it's been, I think, what two weeks two since weeks. your since your shot, right? Yeah, you agree with yeah. that. So, uh, I guess the first step in this process, Doug, would be um, employers have to determine who's had the vaccine, right? So, what are some ways that employers could go about doing that? Yeah, well, I think that is going to be different for every employer because every employer has a different culture. And every employer is uh, is going to be different. Of course, if we were talking about healthcare, then then that's totally different because they're not allowed to take their masks off. True. So that's that's number one. Uh, but number two is every employer is going to be is going to be different depending on the size of the employer, what kind of work they do, and where they're located, and so on and so forth. But I guess at a initial uh, step, or an initial step, might just be to simply ask your employees who is who is vaccinated. But the problem is that people who don't want to wear masks and who don't want to be vaccinated might just say, hey, I've been vaccinated, might lie to you. And so then it's possible and you would want to speak, maybe speak with your attorney before you did this. But it seems reasonable to ask your employees to show you some kind of documentation that that they've been vaccinated, whether that's a doctor's note or some other certification, um, ensuring that they've been, been vaccinated. What do you think, Abby? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. In fact, that's actually what the state of Washington is doing. So Washington has a, a state OSHA program, and they have come out and um, addressed how employers can address fully vaccinated workers. And that's one of the things that they say employers should do is require some type, either a certification from the employee, like a written certification that they've had the vaccine or documentation, um, some kind of medical documentation that they've had both doses of the vaccine. So Washington is one of these states that is filling this void that is created by the great silence out of OSHA, correct? Yeah. 
okay, so they're saying go ahead and ask for some sort of documentation. Well, let me ask you this question. Should employers then be keeping this documentation? What do you do with it? Well, I, it's protected health information. So to the extent that they keep it or they keep some type of summary, like a spreadsheet of it, it should, I would think, would be a good idea to keep it confidential, either password protected or in some type of confidential file, a locked cabinet. Because even though, you know, it may be common knowledge that some people have had vaccines and people are willing to share that information, it's not the employer's position, certainly, to share that information about one of their employees. How about don't keep it at all? How about just, you know, make a chart and put a check mark next to somebody's name if they've shown you the documentation? Sure. I mean, that's, I guess that's an option. Um, but even that would be confidential, I would think. I would want yeah, true. to keep that confidential. I like this idea of inviting all employees to wear a mask. How come? Because if you say those who have been fully vaccinated uh, and only those who have been fully vaccinated uh, go without masks and everybody else who has not been fully vaccinated must wear a mask, then you're initially creating like two groups, disparate classes of, of employees. And I suppose that the the unmasked, fully vaxxed might think ill of their colleagues who are not who who are wearing the masks because they must not be vaccinated. I don't know that you necessarily want to create that vibe within your workplace. So I like I like the idea of in telling all of your employees all of you are encouraged to wear masks, whether you've been vaccinated or not. In, in fact, some people who've been vaccinated um, still continue to wear their masks, uh, sure. even if they're in an environment that's not requiring it. So I think as an initial thing or as an initial step, you might just tell all your employees, hey, go ahead and continue to wear your masks. However, if you can show us some documentation or certification that you've been vaccinated, fully vaccinated, then if you like, you can take your mask off. But but that way, everybody who's got a mask on is not necessarily, you know, somebody who's not been vaccinated. True. And I guess you would, you certainly wouldn't want your employees to know who has been vaccinated and who has not been vaccinated. Right. And certainly a mask would be an outward sign uh, if you said right. unvaccinated employees must wear a mask, vaccinated employees must not wear a mask. Right. <laughs> Right. And that'd be kind of silly anyway. I doubt anybody would do that. So, um, well, what about just uh, uh, requiring all employees to get vaccinated? Well, that has its own set of problems, doesn't it? I mean, here in Ohio, it would, because if you uh, require your employees to get a vaccine and they have an adverse reaction, that could be a compensable workers' comp claim. I mean, I can't speak for other states, but um, that would certainly be true here in Ohio. And also, if you require employees to get the vaccine um, and they have an adverse reaction, it becomes a, an OSHA recordable if it meets the other recordability criteria. So it's something else to think about. Some employers are doing that, though. They are requiring yeah. that everybody get vaccinated. They are. Yeah. Well, some employers, I think, maybe don't have a choice because I know certain construction uh, trades have to go into hospitals and things to do work and their clients require them to be vaccinated. Um, 
So, or their employees to be vaccinated. Anyone who's going to be on the property has to be vaccinated. Um, I can imagine probably some of the bigger general contractors probably have this addressed somewhere in their contracts. So yeah, it's a real mess. So I guess, uh, right now, what, what we're saying is that the, there's really no guidance coming out of OSHA. OSHA is only saying follow the CDC. And the CDC is just saying if you are fully vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask or be socially distanced. So therefore, it must be okay under OSHA to allow employees who are fully vaccinated to not, to not wear masks. But OSHA has not directly said that. So we are, I think, making a reasonable interpretation. Do you agree? I think we are for the time being. You know, when, when I get calls about this, and I've had a lot of them, I always suggest that OSHA could come out with guidance about how to implement this in the workplace that is different than how you decide to implement it in the workplace. And so you might need to pivot. Um, you might, you know, set up a procedure for identifying who's had the vaccine, who hasn't, and how you're going to police mask wearing and in your workplace. And then OSHA might come out with a set of guidelines that completely upends everything that you've done. So um, if you think that would cause you some heartburn, then you could simply just wait uh, until OSHA comes out with updated guidance, which gosh, I mean, I would hope is soon. I thought it would have been where by now. Where are they? Like, where is OSHA? <laughs> I agree. Yeah, it's been too long. Some attorneys have been giving advice or were giving advice right after May 13th saying, don't do anything different. Mm -hmm. Continue to have everybody masked and just wait until OSHA comes out with some kind of guidance. But then about, what was it like a four or five days later, that's when OSHA put that banner up that said, go see the CDC. Right. Right. Yep. And, and even after that, some people thought, well, it might be a good idea just to continue to do business as usual. In fact, a lot of employers really haven't changed right. uh, their requirements. They're having everybody in masks. They're doing the same kinds of things that they were doing before. But the longer we go, the more awkward it becomes in your workplace when nobody's wearing masks in their regular uh, lives anymore, or they might not be because they've been fully vaccinated. And you know our society is opening up around us. So it seems like there's increasing pressure for us as employers to, um, to change the way that we had been doing things and in the wake of, uh, or in the absence of any direction from OSHA, this seems like a reasonable thing to do. And that would be to figure out who is vaccinated and who's not, and then allow those who are vaccinated to uh, take the masks off. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think the fact that states are opening up is causing some confusion. Like here in Ohio, um, a number of employers who have called me have been under the mistaken impression that because our governor is lifting all health orders on June 2nd, that they don't have to do anything to protect their employees after June 2nd, because they don't understand that the state of Ohio doesn't regulate workplace safety here in Ohio. That's an OSHA thing. So they, you know, they're under this belief that, well, after June 2nd, we're not going to have any restrictions regardless of whether you've been vaccinated. And that's, that's not the case. Um, so it's very confusing for people. And yeah. 
yes, that was a long answer to your question, but yes, I agree. No, but that, that's exactly the phenomenon, and that is that uh, society is opening up, but that's different from the workplace, and, and employers right. are in society and members thereof and uh, assume that they can just go ahead and take off their masks. Some, I know of some uh, places of employment here in town where they, they said that everybody can take their masks off without regard. Everybody who comes, it's a place that has employees, has a lot of public coming in and out and they are saying no masks for anybody after June 2nd, whether you've been vaccinated or not. And I, I don't know that that's advice that I would give or follow uh, for employers. Agreed. Agreed. So, okay. Well, is there anything else that we should say at this point? I don't think so. I mean, we'll do our best to keep you updated and um, we're checking this stuff every day. So. Yeah. So as soon as we publish this um, episode, OSHA will probably come out with, with new guidance. Yeah. And if that happens, we'll, we will try to put up a new episode as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, but again, in the, in the meantime, if you have questions, always talk to your attorney or talk to a safety professional. Although in this case, I think you're probably better off with an, with an attorney who knows employment law and the health and safety law as well. Um, and you can email us, as I said, it's healthandsafety at amfdayton.com. You know, there is one other very important thing that I wanted to bring up, Abby, oh, that I, I did not uh, give you a heads up about. And that is that the cicadas are here. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Do you have them at your oh, house? Oh, yeah. I have Ew. mountains of them uh, in my yard around certain trees, trees that are old trees that have been there longer mm-hmm. than 17 years. Or actually, I've got a couple of trees that have been there for you know probably longer than 34 years. And so there are tons of cicadas around these trees. How about you? You live in a newer home and I'm guessing that you don't have them in your yard. Yeah, we don't. I haven't seen any. Our house was built in 2005. Yeah. So, and our neighborhood sadly doesn't have many trees in it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. And, and frankly, all, the entire town where I live is relatively new development. So, uh, you know, we haven't seen any yet. So but I'm okay with that. And you're probably okay with your situation there, but I would not be. <laughs> I bet you are. I, I know my dog, we have a dog. Oh. He's a puppy. He's like eight months old. Yeah. He's a big old boy. He's uh, about 70 pounds. He's a mutt, but he's mostly a lab. It turns out you don't need treats for the dog when there's no. cicadas around. He just oh. eats. I know it's, it is kind oh, of wow. gross, but oh, well, what, what can you do? I can't stop him. <laughs> Because they're just everywhere. They are, yeah. Anyway, I didn't want uh, that to go unnoticed. No, good point. Yeah. All right, so are we done? I think we're done. Okay, good. Well, thank you so much, everybody. And remember, as always, we are lawyers. But we're not your lawyers, at least not while we're on this podcast. And as I said, we will try to get back with you as soon as we hear from OSHA about the uh, new guidance on COVID. Until then, thank you all for listening. This has been the Health and Safety Law Report.